Greetings, ladies and gentle nerds, and welcome to the Speculating Nerd Podcast. I am your host, Neo, and this is an attempt at a show. Alright, uh, welcome to the show. How's everybody doing? What's going on? Hello there. Greetings and salutations, folks. Um, I'm going to bury the lead. Uh, it's going to be in the title of the show, but I'm going to bury it. I'm going to save it to the very end of the show. I'm going to rattle off uh, some news items that I got over the course of the weeks. Um, yeah, it's been... It's been some time since I've last done a regular show. Uh, right now, Creator's Corner is its picking up speed, you know. Um, I have one, two, maybe three more interviews, and then uh, I'll set some more up. But yeah, uh, I'm really excited about Creator's Corner. It's going good. It's going great. I've had some great chats with great people, fantastic talents, and just all around really good people. And uh, the last episode was uh, Mindy Wheeler. Uh, before that, Dave Tomasi. Before that, Prophecy Comics. Before that, Energy Comics. And uh, Sandy Butchers. And uh, Eddie. Uh, oh, shout out to Eddie Steak. Uh, he has a podcast that he's uh, testing out, I believe. Uh, it's on YouTube right now. I'll put it uh, I'll put a link in it in the description of today's episode uh, so you guys want might want to check that out uh, if you enjoyed the episode with Eddie steak uh, creators corner 2.0 the very start of creators corner from season one which has carried on to season two uh, but uh, yeah he's got a new podcast uh, I'm gonna check it out after the show uh, and yeah so check that out when you get a chance so congrats uh eddie and uh wish you the very best success again i don't know what the fuck to say <laughs> um yeah i'm happy for him um all right let's get into the news why why don't we right um let's go uh yeah i think we started like this uh hugh jackman finally has his wolverine comic accurate suit uh, which was revealed, I don't know, three fucking months ago, I guess. No, it's only been a couple weeks or a week and a half or so, more or less. Uh, yeah, it's the blue and yellow. He's got it. Uh, the only the, he's got it, the blue and yellow costume. Um, the only difference, we have no mask, and he has uh, his his hair is very reminiscent to how he had it in the Wolverine. And also, uh, he has sleeves. Uh, there are his the guns are not out, so uh, he that's the only difference. But from head to toe, it's very reminiscent of the Astonishing X Men run 
of comics. Uh, his costume is very, very much uh, aesthetically very similar to that. Uh, the boots don't have the wings on them and shit. Excuse me, I'm still just uh, coming over surprisingly another fucking cold. So the sinuses ain't 100%. But yeah, uh, we got the Hugh Jackman reveal. The costume, the Wolverine costume, it looks fantastic. Um, I th- I'm not sure if I spoke about this before, but um, Deadpool's costume is different. Yes, I did speak about this. Uh, so it looks like the same material. It's not uh, leather. It's very much material. Um, almost uh, you can almost get a little bit of a Kevlar kind of look to it kind of shit you know it looks you know like material it's not leather it's not leather so yeah that's there's that uh marvel comics sdc sdcc panel san diego comic-con panel marvel heroes hulks marvel heroes hulks and super soldiers and they're they're teasing that with the t- with the headline "Who is the Punisher?" Um, apparently, either uh, Frank Castle is no longer the Punisher, or uh, they're retconning him, or they're they're doing something. So I guess it's a big deal because they're really trying to push that uh, all over the social media. Uh, speaking of Marvel Comics, Iman Vellani, uh, Miss Marvel herself. We'll write the new Miss Marvel uh, comic series, uh, Miss Marvel, The New Mutant. Uh, possibly retconning her Inhuman Origins. Uh, I guess to more uh, align it with what they're doing with the TV show. Because in the TV show they made her a mutant. Or have, gave her uh, mutant genes and shit. So that's uh, that could be a possibility. What's going on with the Inhumans? Why is that such a dirty word now for Marvel Comics? Uh, I mean, can't she be both? Is she both? Is that what they're doing? Are they, like, giving her... And and didn't she die? <laughs> like, two weeks? Oh. No, it was... Uh, yeah, that was... Look at that. That was two months, and they were bringing her back from the dead. Because I think she died in, amazing, in an Amazing Spider-Man comic back in May. We're in July now. Two months in there. I think the the series premieres uh, uh, next month or in the coming weeks of this month. But yeah, uh, Miss Marvel, the new mutant. And she has a new costume and all that. A very X-Men inspired costume. Uh, Speaking of comics. Oh, speaking of Miss Marvel. Uh. A couple of things about Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel was nominated for three Emmys. Um, and also, uh, Miss Marvel is set to air on ABC starting next month, uh, becoming the first Disney Plus show to air on national television. Um, is this a conscience decision that they had planned? Or is this due to the writer's actor's strike? That begs the question. Um, for those of you who don't know, the actors uh, decided to go on strike shortly after. Well, not shortly after, but uh, just a couple of days ago or some shit. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, 
Um, yeah. So, is that in response to are we going to get more Disney Plus show? If this is a ratings um, success, you know, more or less, is does that mean more Disney Plus shows are going to start airing? Oh my God! They could easily put WandaVision on ABC and it will fit fucking perfectly because it's got that sitcom thing. Yeah, so you know, it's uh, that's interesting. I think that I think uh, it makes sense. It's funny that they're starting with Miss Marvel, and it's not so funny now that I think about it because the Marvels is coming up very soon. So yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a, a month of Miss Marvel. Um, next month, August is going to be Miss Marvel month. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, Spawn movie, possibly looking at a 2025 release. Says, uh, what's his name? Uh, Blumhouse. Yeah, the guy behind the Blumhouse uh, studio. Uh, I've Tom Blumhouse, Thomas Blumhouse, Neil Blumhouse. No, that's Neil Blomkamp. Uh, something Tom uh, Blumhouse, Neil Blumhouse, I think, or Tom Blumhouse. I don't fucking remember. But yeah, he's the guy behind the Blumhouse uh, movies, Blumhouse uh, studio, and they're the ones producing the Spawn movie. And he's looking at a 2025 release. If that is. Uh, keeping in mind the strikes that are going on will it keep that uh, release date I don't know but you know that they, they, they gotta I don't know if he's looking ahead or is giving a very educated guess about 2025 but because that is only two years away uh, and I believe they've yet to film anything so it's very much in pre-production I know that for shit sure but well, it's going to be a minute before we get that Spawn movie, so... Yeah. There's that. Uh, the current actor's writer's strike. Uh, uh, the, the writers have been on strike for about a month or two now. Um, and just recently, SAG-AFTRA, which is the combination of the Screen Actors Guild and the Television Actors Guild... Because I think it was a SH, it was the SAG and the TA. Yeah, so that's why they merged into SAG-AFTRA. Um, and they're more. Uh, it's uh, the the movie television actors uh, guild, and uh, apparently they're not liking what the producers, which is uh, what the producers are offering them. Which is, is, which is weird. And not funny haha, but funny huh? Is that you would think these actors are getting millions and millions and millions of dollars like they say they do. But some of these guys are not getting paid that much for the current work they're doing, especially for the streaming services. Uh, my friend uh, Kat... On Twitter, she just told me that the actors on the Sabrina series on Netflix, they made $2,000 uh, 
I don't know per, if it's per episode or for the entire series on Netflix, which is fucked up because uh, I don't know. I don't get what's this one-time paycheck for something that's constantly being watched over and over and over and over again. Granted, the the term syndication doesn't exist for streaming, but they are monitoring how many times something is watched. That has to account for something. And apparently the producers don't want to pay the actors for those, you know, those uh, return viewerships. You know, uh, before streaming, actors were getting paid, especially TV and movie actors, were getting paid not only from the job, but the back end, the uh, distribution, and then the television rights especially for tv actors as far as my knowledge goes which is not very far but uh tv syndication was extremely important for television actors granted they got paid per episode that they appeared in but once that show reached a certain number of uh seasons and episodes then the possibility of syndication came syndication for those of you who don't know who you know, probably two of you, two of you, you know, depending on how many people fucking listen to this shit. <laughs> um, syndication is when the show is picked up by another network outside of the current network that's running the show. You know, okay, Miss Marvel is coming to ABC. Let's say uh, it's a success. Let's say they had two or three seasons at a good. 20 some odd episodes per season that's you got uh by the time they get to season four or five fox wants to air miss marvel and so they buy and 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 they want to show it on fox five which is the new york affiliate version of fox they want to show it on fx that they have all their different uh fox uh uh, networks, you know, they get to they ha- they pay for it, and those actors get those paychecks for those episodes that are aired on other uh, stations. Excuse me, as far as I know, and I think that's how it worked. Uh, syndication was extremely important for television actors. Uh, for screen for t- movie actors, they got that money also from uh video and dvds and they got money for uh tv if the movie went on television they got paid for that airing they get a check for those airings on on whatever network that uh aired the movie um so then came now comes streaming uh, especially Netflix, you got the Disney Plus, you got the Hulu's, you got the Paramount Plus, you got now Warner Brothers Discovery or Max, uh, you got Apple Plus, Apple TV, or whatever the fuck it's called. You got so many streaming things. They're coming up with original programming. It seems like you get these people. Writers and actors are getting the single paychecks that they're making that they make from that show. 
It's not per episode. Even if they do, let's say, 10 episodes of a series. You're not get. I don't think they're getting as far as my knowledge is going, or as much as it seems like what it's what they're saying is that they're not getting paid for each episode. They're getting paid for the job, and that's it. And so, I guess what comes into question is how many times and how many millions of people who download this, these apps, these streaming apps, click on these shows and watch these shows each episode and how many times they've watched each episode that's money that's going into the producers pockets the streaming sites pockets yet the actors and the writers they got that one-time paycheck i read i saw which coincides with another news item uh, a she-hulk writer uh, a writer on she-hulk i didn't get the name Got a $396 check as a residual check. You know, the residual checks is what people were getting paid for each time an episode. Like, uh, even if it's $396, it's that one, it's what they're saying is just that one check. Here's $396 for your services. Probably not even that's probably not including what they got paid to do the job. So they probably got that one paycheck to do the job, and for that one episode, here's $396. Now, what would help is that let's say 13 million people watched that one episode that this writer wrote, and that's $396 times, you know. The 13 million people that watched it. If that, if that, don't don't quote me on the fucking math or the numbers of the sh- minutia of this shit. But let's say it was okay, uh, 200 times or 100 times. That show, that episode was watched 100 times this month. That should be a check that's written to that one writer of that episode every month or for that month. For how many times it was watched. Because that was their work that's being watched. And that's money that's going only into the 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 stream the, the, the Disney's pocket, let's say. So here what's more fair? Getting a check for $396 that one time. Or getting hey, uh, every month like a hundred people are watching this episode. That's my episode that I wrote. Where's my money? <laughs> you know, like, you know what I mean? That's 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 the point of residuals. But the studios are not seeing that side of it. They're just seeing. Oh, they're just saying, or at least from what I'm, my point of view of what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing is that they're saying, oh, you guys are just money hungry. We paid you. What more do you want? No, we want to get paid though what we're owed. How is it that you're still getting paid for something that that you had nothing to do with? But yeah, you produced it, but you're still getting paid from it. If somebody that hundred people are watching that that one episode, that money's going to you, and only you, the writers and the actors should get paid for those episodes that are being watched. 
oh, but we don't know how many people are actually watching this episode. Yeah, you do. There's a system for that. You just don't want... And that system, I think... I If I'm uh, listening to the news correctly, it's the... Netflix, uh, either Netflix or one of the big streamers, I think it's Netflix, has the companies, the company that counts or tallies these numbers for these streaming sites, but they won't release who that company is, you know, or something like that. There's a, there's a company that, that, that keeps track of all the viewership or there's a, either a program or something and I believe all these streaming sites use it but they're not releasing who or what or how these numbers are tallied and so uh, I guess the big guys like Disney and Max and all of them are saying if Netflix has no if nobody's forcing Netflix to release those numbers you have no right to have me release those numbers. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's fucked up. I don't see why these. I don't entirely see why these the the producers and the actors and the writers can't come to terms on something that's very simple, cut and dry. Pay me for the work that I've done. That, I, that continues to get traction. If you continue to get paid from it, so should I. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's all, it's all, not only just fair, but it's, it's right. It's the right thing to do. But of course, we're talking about money and big money. And these companies don't want to... Like, they, they don't want to spend... They want to spend on something that's going to make them money. If it's something that's not going to make them money, you know, it's like, it's like the George Carlin joke or, you know, or observation, if you will, because I think he was more of an observationist comment, comment, comedian than he was just joke, 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 especially later in his career. Um, there is a solution to the homeless problem. The only reason why they don't fix it is because there's no money in helping the homeless. If if you can make if they if if the government and anyone who's in charge of those things can make a buck by helping the homeless, they do it right the fuck away. But there's no money in return for helping the homeless. The homeless situation would have been could be could be fixed if you know like I'm not saying it right, but if if you uh, yeah I'm not saying it right, but if you know the joke, you know the joke, you know, or the observation. Um, he, he you know he says if there if there was a way, if they could make a buck off of saving or helping the homeless, homelessness would not exist. At all, because it would make the rich richer to help the homeless, but it doesn't, so they don't help. Um, I think I've drawn on long enough, you know. Shut up and get to the point. <laughs> I think I've drawn on. Uh, I've drawn. I've droned on enough about something I don't know a hundred percent about. I'm just relaying messages. I'm just relaying information that I've gotten 
from other things that I've listened to about the situation. So let's move on. Uh, Anson Mount, has, uh, those of you who don't know, is playing Captain Pike on Star Wars Discovery New Worlds. Uh, Strange New Worlds. It's on Paramount+. Plus. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's not Discovery. It's uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds. And he's playing Captain Pike, I believe. And he also, for those of you who don't know or didn't notice, he was Black Bolt in not only the Inhumans series that failed uh, Marvel Studios completely, and also in uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Uh, he has confirmed that talks with Marvel about possible Black Bolt return has, you know, taken place. So maybe the Inhumans aren't completely dead in the eyes of Marvel. <laughs> it's fucked up. They were going to go... They didn't have the mutants. So they were going to go super hard on Inhumans. Soon as that shit failed, it's like, you're dead to me. Like <laughs> Marvel said you're dead to me. I never want to see your face again. No one fucking time. Listen, if you had done any humans right, then it would have been successful, but she didn't do it right. So of course it wasn't successful. They didn't it seems like they didn't put their heart and soul into it. And I think what fucked that up is because they knew like Hollywood my theory is that Hollywood is not only um, in a different time zone but it's in a different like they're years ahead of what of where we are you know what I'm saying they plan so far ahead that they know shit before it even fucking happens so, <coughs> excuse me, I'm pretty sure, <coughs> I'm pretty sure that Marvel had an inkling or the sixth sense, the mutants are coming back home. We're going to get the X-Men back. It's going to happen. So we can either put all our efforts into Inhumans that's something that some most people don't know about like everything else they've done but what not a lot of people know about the Inhumans or you just get this done put it out there and focus on getting the X-Men back and focusing on doing mutant stuff later down the road and I think that's what they did they half-assed the Inhumans and thinking that we were just going to eat it up because it's Marvel and then they'd be like, oh shit, you know, that did not work. So let's put our focus and attention on sh the, the shit that we should, you know. And also, I, I, I don't fully blame Kevin Feige or the real heads of Marvel this was Jeff Loeb. This was who? No offense uh, to Jeff Loeb, who is a really good uh, uh, writer and producer and stuff like that. But uh, Jeff Loeb, uh, Mark I I Ike Promoter. Was it Ike Pro I Ike Promoter? 
He was the guy that was in charge of Marvel Television before uh, uh, Marvel and Disney gave it all to Kevin Feige. Yeah, Ike Perlmutter, Jeff Loeb, and someone and some other folks. I don't know their names. It was partially their fault because since. At the time, that I, I'm surprised this became an Inhumans talk, but um, since Marvel decided, like, yo, we're not going to make this into a movie, so we're not going to give this our 100% attention, and we're going we're gonna to give this to you TV guys, and you guys do what you do. And the TV guys said, fuck, um, okay. Let's let's do what we can, and they did it on such short notice, on such short short budget. They fucked it up. So it's not Kevin Feige or Marvel proper Marvel Studios proper's fault. It's Marvel Television's fault that Inhumans was not the success that it should have been. Uh, I hope at some point the Inhumans do come back, and they like I guess either reboot it or retcon it or whatever the fuck may be but again they couldn't easily reboot uh, because Marvel Television at the time didn't connect with Marvel Studios properly so they can easily say oh that was a what if universe like uh, DC says oh that's an Elseworlds thing No, that Inhuman show was a what if Here's the real Inhumans. Bada bing, bada boom. Bob's your uncle. You know. Mary's your aunt. Uh, so, yeah, that's... Uh, so Anson Mount has made had talks with Marvel about coming back as Black Bolt. Uh, on other news, did I skip anything? No. Carl uh, Urban has officially been confirmed with a K to be playing Johnny Cage in Mortal Kombat 2. Uh, This is old news, but they are officially confirming it instead of just being like, oh yeah, he's playing Johnny Cage. No, they're saying, yeah, it's for shit sure. Everything's been signed, sealed, delivered. I'm yours. Uh, Stevie Wonder reference. Um, So yeah, that's... I'm still... I gotta see... I like Carl Urban. I'm a fan. But I gotta see... I gotta see first. Before I'm like, yeah! This is it! This is Johnny fucking Cage! Um, Cause I'm not... I'm not... I'm not 100% right now. I'm just not. Carl uh, Urban for... For me... At this point in time... A little too old. Uh, has no martial arts background... He's a great actor, but I don't see it as John. I don't see him as Johnny Cage. He uh, maybe uh, maybe five, six, maybe ten years ago, I could have seen it. Um, but now, you know, he's he's Billy the Butcher. You cunt. You know, he's I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, the Blue Beetle trailer recently came out. I think it suffers for... I don't know what it is with DC. 
I really don't fucking know. But every single fucking time they get close to the, the, the release of a movie, they show too goddamn much in the fucking trailers. We well, said I could fucking piece together the fucking movie from this one fucking trailer. I really can't. Um, I'm excited for the movie, or not? Not excited, but I'm I'm uh, I'm anticipating the movie. I'm hoping it's going to be great. I think it's going to be great. It looks fun. It looks great. It it it, it looks all the good positive things, but. This last recent trailer shows too damn fucking much. It shows the fucking villain. It shows this. It shows that. It shows It shows where the scarab comes from. It shows why they're hunting him. They show why this is that. They show him this and that, that and this. I mean, really, go back and look at that fucking trailer and you could piece together the fucking movie. Easily. Very fucking easily you can piece together that fucking movie. It's two hour. They announced that it's about two hours and some odd minutes, 127 minutes or something like that. So it's going to be a straight two hour, maybe five or ten minute movie. I can piece together this fucking movie from this trailer and the first trailer and that's it. I've seen the fucking movie. And it fucking DC does this all the fucking time. The only time they haven't done it is with The Flash. And that's because they had all those fucking goddamn stupid cameos. And they say, oh, we don't want to release any of that. <sighs> they did it with BVS. They did it with fucking Man. I think even Man of Steel probably suffered from that shit. They've done it with the Suicide Squad. They've done it with the fucking... Almost every fucking movie... That they have a trailer that they put out, like the final trailer before the movie comes out, shows you the whole fucking movie. Pretty much. And like fucking three minutes, you can piece together the whole fucking movie. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Save me the fucking trip. Fuck. <sighs> Anyway, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 uh, is coming to Disney Plus on August 2nd. So, mark your calendars. Uh, there's a new comics line coming from uh, someone. I don't know if it's. Uh, uh, did I. Did I just say that? Yeah, there's a new comics line coming from some... I think if it's if it's not Marvel, it's from PAL, which is Stan Lee's company. And these are all going to be posthumously written by Stan Lee or, you know, they're going to probably have some other ghostwriters. Ha, <laughs> ghostwriter. Um, ghostwriters to fill out bits and pieces. But these are untold stories or unseen stories that he had in the pipeline that he i guess never got a chance to finish or to uh put into print so we're getting uh new comics by stan lee 
in the coming future. So that's really that's really cool. I don't know if it's Marvel Comics or if it's Pal Comics or another comic company. I didn't. Uh, you know what? Live on the air, we're gonna check that shit out. <laughs> All right, who was it? Uh, give me a second here. Let me do it from here. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I am Iron Man. Suck on my balls, you rosy cut. <laughs> there we go. Oh, it's uh, according to comic book resources, which is that and comicbook.com are where I get most of my news for this show. Uh, yeah. So, Lunchable and Cartoon Studios are teaming up to create a brand new Stanley comic book line featuring the Marvel icons, unseen stories, and characters. Legible and Cartoon Studios. Legible and Stanley Universe's controlling partner, Cartoon Studios, are working together to produce a new line of comics featuring the Marvel icons, unpublished stories, and characters. Uh, Legible and Cartoon Studios partnership gives a former exclusive rights to certain previous unseen Stanley stories and characters. Legible's CEO, Khalid Hainsworth, expresses his excitement for the publisher's upcoming 12-issue project. Only 12 fucking issues? Huh. So that's really fucking cool. Uh, posthumously, Stan Lee has written other new books, and they're coming from uh, some other not-big-known uh, companies and shit. Uh, also in the news, which I'll get to in the first story that I really had written down, but I'm burying the lead, and I'm taking 20 fucking years to get to but we're almost fucking there folks we're almost fucking there if you want to skip ahead skip ahead all you want i am still talking shit um <laughs> rings of power season two wrapped weeks before the strike weeks before the right the writer well uh they were working <coughs> excuse me they were working during the writer's strike but they finished weeks before the actor strike. Um, goes to show you how fucking long Rings of Power Season 2 is probably going to be. Uh, I still haven't... I, I, I'm not going to get too deep into it. But I don't give a shit about Rings of Power. Uh, they, they didn't catch me in the first season. So... Bully for them. Okay. We're getting now. We're on to the rumor mill, uh, which is not. This rumor is not no longer a rumor, or should I say, is a rumor that is now proven false, according to one person. Of course. Uh, excuse me. And I'm so, so disappointed. And I know you will too if you're listening to this. You. Listener, who are listening to this episode, prepare to be completely disheartened and disappointed. Uh, The rumor was Kenneth Branagh in talks to direct live-action Gargoyles film. 
I'm going to say that again. Kenneth Branagh to direct a live-action Gargoyles film. I'm going to say that one more fucking time. Kenneth fucking Branagh. The genius Kenneth fucking Branagh could have to direct the live-action Gargoyles movie. However, Gareth Weissman, credited as creator or co-creator of the show, says that's not true. That's false. That's not it's not happening. It's not in the cards. It's not Now, I guess we can take this with a grain of salt. Because again, this is a guy no offense to him if he is in fact the creator and co-creator or whatever the case may be it's a Disney property they can do whatever the fuck they want with whatever they want without him you know I I don't hear anything about him having a contract stating that oh you can't do any more gargoyle shit without me if that's the reason why they're not doing any Gargoyles thing, maybe that is in the fucking contract. I don't fucking know. But there's a new uh, Dynamite Comics has... Um, they have a Gargoyles uh, series coming up. A revamp, not a revamp, but like a continuation, I think, of the show uh, on uh, Dynamite Comics that's coming out or is currently printing or whatever the fuck. It's out there somewhere, I think. <coughs> Excuse me. And, yeah, Gareth Wilson, I, Weissman, I believe. Uh, let's look him up real fucking quick. Uh, I want to make sure. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, da 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 Gareth. I mean, Gareth. Am I? Oh, I didn't write that. Spell that shit right. Gareth. Weissman? Am I even saying his name right? Is it Greg? Where the fuck did I get Gareth from? (laughs) His name's Greg Weissman. (laughs) Greg Weissman. Okay, uh, creator of Gargoyles, writer-producer of comics, cartoons, Young Justice, Star Wars Rebels Plus, and uh, novel series, Reign of the Ghosts, uh, World of Warcraft, Traveler, and Magic the, Gra- Magic the Gathering, Ravnica. So, writer-producer of comics and cartoons, Greg Weissman. Okay, he's the creator of Gargoyles, okay. But I, I'm following him now because he has that tagline. Oh, 
Okay, look at that. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. He, this is eight hours ago. Or one day ago, somebody asked him, Can Disney move to produce a film of the property without your involvement or blessings? And he said, uh, he quote tweeted it uh, eight hours ago, saying they absolutely could. They own it. I do not. Now, <sighs> Kenneth Branagh, if you're listening to this, which I know you are, you're you're a man of excellent tastes. Please consider directing a live action Gargoyles movie. I mean, he's <laughs> now Greg Weissman. All power to him. Uh, God bless. Uh, he created something great. And and apparently he's done a lot of good work every, everywhere else. So, yeah. Um, let... Unless he's trying to control the the narrative of, you know, whatever the rumor is. But, damn, how fucking great would that fucking be? Gargoyles and Kenneth Branagh? I mean, he will make that so fucking epic. Look what he did with Thor. Look what he's done with any fucking movie he's ever done. Okay? He's a fantastic director. Very, like... Visionary, I mean, he's done great fucking work. And he, Thor remains out of phase one of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Thor is probably my favorite of the first phase. Uh, it is so beautifully directed, beautifully written, beautifully acted, beautifully produced and it's all and I'm not going to say it's all because of Kenneth Branagh but he is a good reason why be, that movie was so fucking good his direction you know and if he got his hand if they gave him gargoyles oh my god that would be so fucking that would be so fuck. you know it has to be a two parter because the first half of the whole fucking first movie has to be set within the the Middle Ages, medieval times, where they come from. Introducing these characters, why they are who they are, what's this and that, that and the other thing. And then at the end of the movie, the betrayal, and then they wake up in New York and boom, to be continued. Gargoyles 2, Lost in New York. <laughs> Lost in New York, uh, but it's uh, it's it would be perfect. He would be the perfect director for a Gargoyles movie, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, but Greg Weissman says no, it's not true. Uh, it's not happening, as far I guess as he's concerned, or at least as far as he knows, according to him. So. There's that. Uh, thank you, Greg Weissman, for uh, 
all over the fucking thing. You know. Appreciate it. Appreciate it so much. You did a great job. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. I just, that just I, at first I was like uh, so happy I was. When I, when I first saw that little picture of Kenneth Branagh and the gargoyles in the background and the little headline saying Kenneth Branagh and talks to direct live action gargoyles, I was... <laughs> And then to scroll down at the end of, you know, the post and it says, nope, the things just check our link, the, the check the link to this story because Greg Weissman said, no, 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 that's how I felt. <laughs> that's how I fucking felt. So thanks, Greg Weissman. You, Bruh. come on. Um. Anyway, and now the reason why you probably decided to listen to this episode is because I'm gonna reel you in with the title of this episode, and then just have you listen to me talk shit for I don't know how fucking long. Let me see. For forty nine fucking minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for 49 fucking minutes Superman Legacy has added some very interesting casts of characters and actors into this uh, upcoming Superman movie so we have uh, Isabella Merst as Hawkgirl Nathan Fillion to play Guy Gardner. Edie Gathagi? Gathagi? I don't know how to pronounce that name. But uh, those of you who don't know him or don't know him by name, he was um, Darwin in X-Men First Class. The character that cannot die that they killed. Uh, he's playing Mr. Terrific. And Anthony Kerrigan from uh, Gotham and Barry fame is playing Metamorpho. We're getting the fucking Justice League of America here, people. We're getting the JLA. Or JLI, whatever you want to fucking call it. We're getting the fucking JLA. The Justice League of America or the Justice League International is going to exist within this fucking movie or in this universe. Prior to Superman, prior to Batman, prior to Wonder Woman. Which makes a fuck, not only an, an interesting choice, an inspired choice, but a really fucking cool choice. Remember, James Gunn stated, Superman Legacy is not an origin film. We're not going to see Krypton explode for the umpteenth time. He's already here on Earth. Being Superman, but early in his fucking career. He's still just like 
so I don't I don't I don't know the specifics, but I'm thinking he's still uh, I'm speculating, hence the name. Uh, he's still a blue blur. He's ju- he just got the name Superman from Lois. Lois just tagged him the name Superman, and and uh, in um, in the newspapers, in the Daily Planet, they just recently called him Superman. He's he's here. He's doing his thing. He's he's out there. But at the same time, they're already he uh, James Gunn already stated that there are superheroes already existing within this universe. Who's to say they don't already have a team out there to take care of shit? Which, if and if you think about it, is very similar to the Justice Society of America that was introduced in Black Adam. Uh, is this James Gunn saying "fuck you"? I can do it better. <laughs> you know, is it is that what we're getting? A better version of Black Adam? I don't know, but I want to um, I want to speculate that we're going to see this team. We're going to see the JLA, JLI, whatever they're going to be called, somewhere in the middle of the film, because it, it again it has to start out with. Superman. It's a Superman movie. And it's going to be focused on Superman, but it's cool that you're going to have other superheroes popping in just like a fucking comic book. And being like, oh, hey, you're the new guy, right? Well, we're the JLA or the JLI. Uh, what's up? You know? And he's like, oh, not much. Just saving this giant boat from sinking or whatever the fuck. Okay, well, we'll clean up after this. We'll clean up. Like, they could be, like, he could be saving the day. Then they come in and be like, oh, you got this? All right, well, we're here to help. You ever need us, we got your back, pal. You seem like a cool guy. And then we won't see them again. We'll probably see them every two minutes or so. Not every two minutes, but, I mean, like, we'll see them again for probably five or ten, two to five minutes in another scene. Uh, but and then at the end, we they could come and help him with whatever is the big problem or the big super bad that he's got to face, and he joins the team. Perhaps this is him being a solo guy, and then you know coming to terms with you know his, not coming to terms, but like uh, realizing his 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 place in the world. And seeing that there's others that want to do just as good as he does, do as much good as he does. And he's like, you guys are all right. I'll join your team. Boom! We got the first uh, Trinity member of the Justice League in the Justice League. You know? Then we get our Batman Brave and the Bold, and then he probably ends up joining the Justice League later on. And, you know, I think that's what I think is going to happen in this movie. It's going to be, we're going to have a a Justice League of America or Justice League International in this universe already established with these characters and this team, probably led by Mr. Terrific. And then they see this new guy, Superman, doing his thing and then be like, hey, you want to join us and shit? You know, we can help save the world together. And he's like, I'm I'm good on my own. I'm not, you know, I'll, I'll figure this shit out. Hold on. Got it. 
Uh, sorry about that. I went over time. Apparently, I have 55 minutes and some odd seconds before the show. And, uh, and I would have been left talking to the void as I am right now. Uh, so. Shut up and get to the point. I will. Just give me a moment. Bite my shiny metal ass. Um. So, I'm thinking, or speculating, right now about the Superman legacy. He's doing his superheroics. He's doing this. He's doing that. He makes big headlines. JLA or JLI comes in and they're like, "Hey, we're a team. We could use a guy like you." Want to join us? Nah, I'm good. I'm just going to do my own thing for now and all that stuff, you know. Then they go, all right, if you ever change your mind, here's our card. You know, and then we'll probably get the reveal. Oh, wouldn't that be fucking cool? They don't have a name. (laughs) They just, they don't have a name. Or they don't reveal the name of the, whether they're the JLI or the JLA. Until, like, let's say Mr. Terrific gives him his card. Not unless it's one, two, three, four. There's four of them, and then the, they could be the Terrifics. We, they could be the Terrifics. Uh, Mr. Terrific's team. That's a possibility. That's a possibility of that. But you don't have Guy Gardner and Hawk Girl. And a team that's going to be called the Terrifics. You know. This has to be the JLA or the JLI. So. he pro- uh, Mr. Terrific probably goes. Here's our card. Give us a call if you change our mind. We don't see what's on the card. We just go. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. And Superman. We continue with our Superman story. And then. Big Bad comes. Boom, here comes the superhero. Here comes Metamorpho, Mr. Terrific, Guy Gardner, Hawk Girl. They come to help him save the day. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go fight this big bad. You go save the civilians. Bing, bang, boom. And we got you, Superman. And they go do the fucking thing. And then at the end of the fucking movie, he looks at the card and it says, JLA, JLI, call us. And he's like, holy shit. He picks up the phone. He goes, hey, Mr. Terrific. Or whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> I'm in. You know? And then we got the Justice League of America. You know? Wouldn't that be fucking cool? You know? that's That'd be fucking cool. If he gives him a card. We don't see what's the name on the card. Until the very end of the movie. Or towards the very end of the movie. And it says JLA or JLI. And I should say it should be the Justice League of America. Justice League International should be somewhere else, uh, or something else that they come up with later on. Later on, but having the Justice League of America with that card, because that's the card they always they, they hand out when you're a mem- when you're a member or if you're invited to join the Justice League. They ha- it's also that iconic picture of justice. It's a card that says Justice League of America. Invites you to join them or whatever the fuck. And you see the huge roster of heroes. Oh my gosh. Could you fucking imagine? 
But he just go. He just like Mister Terrific gives him a card, and say, "Hey, you ever need our help? Give us a call." And you know he doesn't call them, but they come anyway towards the big climax of the movie. Like Superman goes to fight the big bad, but civilians need help. Mister Terrific's like, "Okay, the rest of us, we got this. Go do your thing, Superman." And he goes, does his thing, and the near the end of the movie, he picks up the card. He's, and it, we see it. It says JLA. You know, and he could make a little, like, isn't that a little on the nose or some shit? You know, like, he could probably, like, say a little quip about the name on the card. But we don't know it until the very end when it says JLA. Justice League of America. Oh. Oh, that would be so fucking cool. And uh, similar news. James Gunn also announced or, you know, made it clear that the Suicide Squad that he directed is no longer, it, well, it was, it's not a part of the DCU that he's creating. So we could get a new Captain Boomerang. We could, I really don't want them to recast Harley Quinn because Margot, because he did say some of the people that were in the original universe can still come back and play these same characters but right now characters like Peacemaker all those characters from both Suicide Squad movies everything from DCEU is no law it's not part of DCU canon that's all still considered all Elseworlds type shit so even the Suicide Squad the movie that he directed he says it's not part of the DCU uh, I hope and I wish and I pray Margot Robbie stays our Harley Quinn. I can't really picture anyone else right now playing that character as well and as great as she has. Or, or at least has as much love of the character as she has. And respect for the character as she has. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I hope she comes back. And continues to play that character in this new universe. Uh, I think it would be a nice pleasant surprise. If uh, she shows up somewhere. Uh, it would be really cool if they do an animated thing first. And then it's her voice. And we're like wait if she's doing the voice. That means yep I'm back and I'm still Harley Quinn. Boom bitches. You know that would be really fucking cool. But So yeah that's everything that's prior dcu is not dcu uh blue beetle is still considered dcu at this point it's the first dc universe movie or at least the first movie to be in the dc universe (coughs) excuse me but yeah even aquaman they have not designated that as dcu uh that could be dceu still um but yeah i'm excited I Superman Legacy is shaping out to be a really fucking cool and fun movie. I mean, Metamorpho, Mr. Terrific, Guy Gardner, and you get the guy that's been synonymous with Hal Jordan to be Guy Gardner. And they announced that he is going to be the Guy Gardner of the DC Universe. Like, he can't... Look, as much as we would like for him to be Hal Jordan, because he's been Hal, he's been our Hal Jordan since the cartoons and shit. Uh, 
he just he's too old, you know. He's he can't he can't do. He could be Guy Gardner coming in and out. You know, like, hey, what's up? I'm a Green Lantern, you know, and then pop right out. But someone that has to be Hal Jordan has to be a little more younger and I guess more, you know. I will be upset if they get someone the same fucking age as Nathan Fillion <laughs> to be Hal Jordan. But, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, but Guy Gardner, that's fucking inspired, man. That's fucking inspired. And I think he can pull that the fuck off. <coughs> uh, Isabella Merst, I don't know anything about her. Uh, I think she's relatively a new actress. Uh, they, there have been some complaints about her age and her being hot girl, especially at this age, at her age. Uh, I think she's supposed to be 18 or 19 years old. She's a young actress. Um, I can't say anything about her because I don't know where she's from or uh, what she's appeared in. But the fact that there's a hot girl coming, that's pretty fucking awesome. Unfortunately, she's not going to have the connection to Aldris Hodges' Hawkman. Who was a really good Hawkman, honestly. Uh, even though he was just in a really fucking shitty fucking movie. Uh, even Dr. Fate. Uh, we ain't going to get Pierce Brosnan coming back. Unfortunately. As far as we know. As far as we know. Uh, he can still... Look, James Gunn's in charge. He can still be like, yo, you were really fucking good. I want you to come back to be this character in my universe. Um... So we don't, I don't know if uh, we don't know, and we can probably assume that Aldris Aldris Hodge will not be playing Hawkman in uh, the new DCU right now. But we're getting Hawk Girl, so that's really fucking cool. Mister Fucking Terrific, he's teased Mister Terrific before, so I'm glad that's actually coming into fruition. Um. And also Metamorpho. They couldn't pick a better guy to play Metamorpho. Which is funny because this guy has appeared in the DC Universe in Gotham as uh, Victor Zaz. If, uh, Anthony uh, Carrigan, he played Victor Zaz in the Gotham TV series. He's also uh, featured in the Barry show with Bill Hader. Uh, he has the look and he's a great actor. So they picked the perfect guy. Um... Yeah, uh, I, I I told you I was gonna bury the lead, but uh, I think I, I I think I've drained myself from all the other shit, and but yeah, could you could you imagine though? I mean, really imagine like picture in your head how would this movie go for you? Because that's how it would go for me. It would still be a Superman movie. I'm not worried about it being. I'm not worried about all these actors and these characters. I'm not worried about it at all. I still think we're getting a Superman movie. Uh, people that complain about, oh, there's too many, too many characters. There's too many fucking, uh, too many characters. I want a Superman movie. Do you know you're not getting a Superman movie? Do you? Do you know that you're not getting a Superman movie? Well, no, but there's too many characters, man. 
you don't know one you don't know how much screen time they're going to fucking have in this fucking two hour probably plus movie this is going to be a two hour plus movie you don't know how long they have in this movie they could play they could be there for Nathan all four of these actors one two three four all four of these actors could be on set for a month maybe two and get all their fucking scenes done within that month and they'll probably appear in the movie for five to ten minutes 15 tops out of a two hour plus movie that's just me guessing that's just me fucking guessing they could be there longer they could be there less but they can each be there for about a month filming these scenes or whatever scenes they have. They could be because let's say a movie takes about six months. Let's say they're there for a month or two filming all their scenes. Once the movie's done and put together, they could be in that movie for a good total of 20 to 25. I would give them 20 to 25 minutes worth of screen time. In that Superman movie. That could be very well two plus hours. That's what I think. That's that's my that's my guess. I'm probably going to be wrong. Because <laughs> I usually am. But. <laughs> I'm sticking to my guns. Superman Legacy is going to be about two plus hours. I'd give it. Uh, two hours and. 15-20 minutes. Out of those two hours and 20 some odd minutes, 15 to 20 minutes, these four actors and these characters are probably going to be in that movie for a total of 20 to 25 minutes worth of screen time. Maybe less. That's my prediction. And I'm sticking to it until Superman Legacy comes out in 2025, uh, depending on when this fucking strike is over. Um... So yeah, uh, I think that's the show. That's that's the show. Um, thank you so much for listening. This has been episode eighty-seven of the Speculating Nerd Podcast. Uh, we're nearing wow nineties. <coughs> what the fuck should I do for my one hundredth episode? I'm nearing a one hundred episodes. Holy fucking shit! Where the fuck has the fucking time gone? 87 fucking episodes. Holy shit. Well, that's the show, folks. Uh, Hope you enjoyed. Uh, And I hope uh, I was enlightening at some point. Uh, And, uh, yeah, uh, if you have any suggestions, any thoughts, any comments, please feel free to comment anywhere on these sites that you listen to this on. Or hit me up on Twitter at the Speculating Nerd, or Speculating Nerd, I believe it's not the Speculating, it's the Speculating Nerd, on Twitter, on Hive, on Thread, on Mastodon, on I'm not on Blue Sky yet. What else is there? There's Hive, Mastodon, Thread, and Twitter. Yeah, find me all on there. Uh, I have a link tree. I'll probably put the link tree link somewhere in here so you can find me anywhere and uh, follow and comment on this show. Um, 
yeah, until next time, folks, be good to yourselves and each other. <laughs> rest, uh, whatever. Uh, rest in peace, Jerry Springer. Uh, yeah, until next time, folks, peace out.